Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 495, recorded live on Saturday, January 14th, 2017. And here are your hosts, man who had a relaxing morning, Dave Pillay. So nice, so relaxing. And the man Most who had to meet an old friend, Andy Lohai. An old friend? An old friend of problems with our ISD online network. So not an actual physical friend. No, no, but I did have to call up some people I didn't expect to <laughs> ever have to call up again. Okay. Because they're they're the, the AT&T techs that handle our ISD online. So it's like, they gave me their cell phone number. They're like, hey, if you ever have a problem, give us a call. We can probably work on this thing quicker because, you know, we have to have it actually up and running by now for a Western basketball game. Mm -hmm. So I called them up and they're just like, why are you calling me? I thought we had fixed this. You're like, well, you gave me your number so that I could call you when it's not fixed. Yep. But, you know, we haven't had to deal with that for literally months. So now it's back again. Okay. So yeah, my my Saturday morning became, hey, we got a problem. Yep. I'm sorry to hear that your morning became a problem. Yep. My morning was mostly just relaxing and sleeping and making breakfast and tea and checking the size of the crucible that I use to melt aluminum cans. Are you going to be building a bigger one? Uh, no, but I have a friend who has a 12-foot long angle bracket of aluminum. And is under instructions from his wife to get rid of it. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna melt it down? Well, the problem is it's two inches on a side, which means that it's two root two across the corner to corner. Yeah, which is about uh, two point eight inches. The crucible is about two point seven inches. Oh, so if we like hammered it down, maybe. But I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to fit. I actually had to deal with a bunch of aluminum uh, yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. We uh, uh, are installing a, a new uh, transmitter up in Holland so that um, that that 20-foot long piece of uh, Schedule 42-inch diameter aluminum pole that I had. Yeah. Yeah, I had to drive that all the way up to Holland from here. Nice. Feeling like you had a, a tank turret on top of your car? Yes, especially since it literally hung over the front bumper of my car by, like, two feet. <laughs> oh, God, that had to be interesting. I don't know about fun, but interesting. Well, I was actually kind of surprised. <laughs> the, the Gorilla tape that we got, that Gorilla yeah. brand duct tape, yeah, just, you know, taped that about four different places on my roof rack. Thing held like a, like a, like a tank. <laughs> Like a tank, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Well then. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was a fun time. I'm sitting there the entire time going like, please don't fall off, please don't fall off, please don't fall off. <laughs> but the other really odd fact is driving up to Holland, I'm on interstates basically the whole way. Mm-hmm. I pass by zero rest stops. Okay. On the way back, I pass three of them. Ah. It's like... Why? On the Why? same route, just on the, on the other route, side. Just on the other side. Yep. There's three of them, but going up there, there are zero. I was thinking, oh, yep. yeah, no, I can always just, you know, pull into a rest stop, check it out. That'll be no problem. Then I get all the way up there. I'm like, I didn't pass by any rest stops. And I'm on the way home, like, well, there's one. 
And there's the other there's one. one. I know that third one's down there. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, there's one, and there's one, and there's one. It's crazy. <laughs> but yes, no. So this morning I had to yeah get up and go to work, and that was fun. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you, you had to work on the weekend again. But that's the, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. That's what you get for having, you know, a job. That requires me to be on call because, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we uh, talk about topics? Since we have a lot of <laughs> Funny some topics. Why, why do we have so many topics? I thought I had posted enough topics and then that was going to be it. And then I was going to have all the topics. Well, I told you I was home and I was sitting here. And so I just randomly started finding topics while I sit here. This is what I do. But I'm I like, found oh. the topics. Yeah, yes, you found some topics. I found other topics. But I found topics. I yes. You're you're just reducing my my like percentage contribution. <laughs> you you could topics. have a whole episode just on your topics. Most likely, yes. I'm thinking uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, maybe a full episode on your topics. Maybe. Mm. The one thing I want you to talk about, though, since I paid zero attention to it. Yeah. The uh, Nintendo Switch presentation. I didn't pay much more attention than you did. I was kind of hoping that you would take the time before the show and, like, read through the topics as opposed to putting in your own. Well, I knew what some of these topics were, but this Nintendo Switch one, it's like, oh, Nintendo had a presentation in January? Yeah, their okay. new console. So <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, there's there's a lot, a lot, a lot. There's some very interesting things for the Switch. Um, some of the big takeaways. Let's let's see what I can remember before we go through the article. Some of the big takeaways. Online multiplayer is now a pay for service. Well, we had that same thing with Xbox and PlayStation and PlayStation. So right. So. That's- Microsoft started it, and then yep. Sony followed suit, and now Nintendo's doing the same. Um, which kind of sucks, because if you have all three consoles, then you need three subscription services. So that's, that's something I'm not a huge fan of, because it encourages you to stick with fewer consoles. Um, the, the games coming out for it, there's a new Mario game. No surprise. It's called Super Mario Odyssey, because, you know, where do you go after land to world to galaxy? You, you go like, on I, I guess you go on an Odyssey. Yep. Uh, but it's a new 3D Super Mario Brothers game. Um, there's a new Xenoblade game. There's talks about new JRPGs. Skyrim is going to be ported to the Switch. Um, there's a new Legend of Zelda game. Minecraft. Mario Kart. Rayman Legends, uh, Sonic, Skylanders. And Zelda is a launch day title. Oh, well then. Uh, There's a new Splatoon. I've never played Splatoon, but I've heard a lot of people really like it. Is that in my Steam library? I think it might be. Splatoon? It is not. No? Go look. Hold on. Steam has to to update. Hold on. I am pretty sure it's a Nintendo exclusive. I could just Google it. That would be uh, Splatoon. Oh, developed and published by Nintendo for the Wii U. So yes, no, yeah. that you, you do not have Splatoon. No, I do not. That is a negative. That's a negatory Ghost Rider. 
Okay. God damn it, Andy. Um, can can we talk about one thing about this though? Sure. The price. What was the price? Three hundred dollars at release. Yes. All right. Impressive. That's lower than PlayStation or Xbox. No, that is yeah. That's because the Xbox One right now is what I'm. Uh, five hundred dollars was the introductory price of the Xbox One. I think so. Yes, five hundred dollars. Granted, that came with the Connect. Yes. So the PS4, PS4. How about you actually give me the introductory price? That's the problem with Wikipedia. Some articles are just way more robust than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, introductory price for the PS4 was four hundred dollars. So essentially. The console is is self-contained, but it yep. has a dock that you can put onto the TV. Yep. Um, it has these these little switch. They're called Joy-Cons for Joy controllers, joystick controllers, um, that can act independently or as a uh, kind of a tandem. Um, the controllers themselves have motion sensors, have cameras, have uh, a joystick, four buttons, plus shoulder pads. So you know it's it's a pretty standard controller. I I also like the size. The size is the same size as basically the Wii U, right? Yeah, it's about with so the the console with the controllers plugged into it. Because remember, the controllers don't need to actually be plugged into the console. Uh, is about the size of the Wii U tablet with a much bigger screen. Hmm. Now, there are some interesting things, like they, they talk about multiplayer and the idea that if you bring a bunch of Switches together, they can network together and play together. Although, oddly enough, when they show a picture of that, all four of the Switches had split screen. Not sure why you'd have everyone with the same screen be split screen instead of everyone just having their own screen. Well, maybe that's how you can get, you know, eight people all together. Sixteen players, except yeah. there were only four people sitting around. You can uh, oh geez the second set of controllers is eighty bucks. Yep. Really hope you don't lose that controller. <laughs> yep. Damn, eighty bucks for two of those. Fifty bucks for just one. God, eighty bucks. And then if you want to <laughs> buy like the pro controller, that's seventy. God, that's oof. That that's gonna hurt right there. If you lose one of your controllers, <laughs> you. Not as bad as if you lose one of your AirPods. Well, how much are the AirPods? Seventy Having never bucks, actually owned what? Seventy bucks each. Seventy bucks each? I believe it is seventy bucks if you lose one. Ooh, that that hurts. Apple will replace a lost AirPod for $69. I saw someone at work walking around with them yesterday, and like I couldn't stop myself from snickering because it just looks so silly. It, it it honestly looks like they're trying. It's like it's like trying to be a Bluetooth headset, but it's just yeah. You're going to be that jerk who's walking around with a Bluetooth headset on. That's just yeah. So someone had actually developed an app to help you find a lost AirPod. Okay, because the AirPods are um, Bluetooth. Yes, and so his his app just said, okay, well look at the Bluetooth strength, and if it's bigger, then you're getting hotter. If it's less, you're getting colder. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Apple turned off the app. Oh! They they removed it from the store. The big question is, why? That app, like, in no way violates any of the terms of service. So what the hell, Apple? 
Apple didn't like the idea of helping people find their lost airport airpods <clears throat> just got off the phone with them they didn't find anything wrong with the <clears throat> app itself but rather they didn't like the concept of people finding their airpods and hence was deemed not appropriate for the app store so Apple wants people to pay instead of finding what they already own. Yeah. Can we just reflect for a, um, a second on how awful that is? That's I, oh, why, why. As a company, Apple would rather you lose the product that you purchased, requiring you to purchase another. That's oh, that's so that's so dumb. I, heck, I even I have an app on my phone, <clears throat> I do believe. Let me double check this. I think this might actually be by the same guy. Because I've got an app on my phone that can find my gear fit, I think. Let me see what it's called. Oh, no, I, I guess I didn't transfer it over. But I used to have a, an app on my phone that was, you know, find my gear fit. Mm-hmm. But I guess I will have to uh, find another one. Find a finder app. Is there an app for that? I don't know. He's Okay, so he's got finder for Fitbit, finder for Jawbone. Is there one for the gear fit? It's Bluetooth, so it should work, right? Mm-hmm. Find my gear... T- lost my gear fit 2, no. Find my gear fit. Oh, there's an app there that find my gear fit. All it does is make the gear fit go buzz and flash the screen. Um, Probably not what you're looking for. No, because then I would have to be, you know, within Bluetooth range <laughs> for it to Well, you'd have to it. be in Bluetooth range anyway, right? Like, it's not going to tell you... It, it, you will know when you're in Bluetooth range. Yes, because my phone will automatically tell me that it's if it's within Bluetooth range. Right. Yeah. So and getting then I would it have buzz to... could help. Hold on. I can actually install it while I'm sitting here. <laughs> Once I sign into my Google account, we'll see how loud this buzz is. Find my gear fit. Do-do-do. Okay, app is installed. That was pretty quick. Find my gear fit. That is damn quiet. <laughs> <laughs> It is literally a foot away from me on the desk. And you can barely hear it. I can barely hear it. And, you know, it's flashing the screen, but the screen, it's on its default brightness, which isn't that bright. So I would have to, I'd have to, like, turn off all the lights and tell everybody to be really, really quiet. All right, all right, all right, everybody, shut up. (laughs) Shut up, I'm turning off the lights. You've all been assigned a zone of the room. If you hear a buzz... In your zone, move towards it. And there's now the reason why I have my gear fit lock and my phone lock when they get disconnected. Yep. Because as soon as that happens, I go, oh yeah, my gear fit's not here. Before I walk too far away and then have to try and, you know, retrace my steps. So speaking of wearables. Andy? Yeah? Do I want to buy a five pound bag of cinnamon imperial candy? Why would you buy a five pound bag of candy? Because you can buy candy in bulk. And by buying a bunch of Imperials, you can make uh, Fireball Whiskey or Cinnamon Vodka, both of which are quite tasty. I can't stand cinnamon. I'm sorry. It's just... Oh, okay. It's it's okay, but... It's really good in certain things, like apple pies. Yes, I could see that, yes. And and I discovered recently that if you take uh, certain apple ciders and mix it with... Oh, what did I mix it with? Never mind, it was not the fireball. It was apple cider and milk duds. That's what it was. It tasted like a caramel apple because there was caramel and an apple. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Now you're making me want, you know, God, I actually thought about this. I think I have currently 
four different types of hard cider in the house right now. Why? I mean, I like hard cider. I have probably two types myself, but why? Uh, I think it was because people were... Yeah, we were having uh, guests over. Uh, Catherine and Jake were over here, and then uh, the Henry's over here as well. So I had... Plus, I wanted to try uh, some of the other brands. So I've got, uh, I think, like three cans left of that Smith & Forge hard cider. I've got, I think, three bottles left of Woodchuck Raspberry Hard Cider, which that is really Ooh, good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, no, the raspberry one, oh my gosh. That's literally, I've, I've tried different versions of the Woodchuck Ciders, and the <laughs> raspberry one is the best one, I think. I, I'm a huge fan of the Granny Smith. Oh, yes, the Granny Smith's also really good. But sometimes I don't want that, uh, don't want that tartness, and the raspberry's ah. a, a lot smoother. Um, and I've got uh, Gunga Din. I've got like maybe half a bottle of that left, which I should probably throw that out because I think it's been open for like two weeks. And I've got uh, a big pack of Angry Orchard that I'm slowly going through. Om nom nom nom. Yep, Costco. Buy your booze in bulk. Yep. Yep. And you don't even need a Costco membership to do so. Really? At least in the state of Michigan. I don't know what Wisconsin ah, rules are. I have no idea. You can probably, I think you can, you, you can Google it. It's like Costco Liquor Laws, Wisconsin, and you can probably find out if you need a Costco membership in order to buy booze at Costco. I mean, I already have a Costco membership, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Nope. So, speaking <clears throat> of wearables, before we went off on our food and drink section Tangent. of the podcast, Fitbit bought another wearable company. They did. So now they have Pebble and this other company. Oh, Vector. I've heard about them. I was looking at them from a little while ago on for watches. Were well, I'm glad I decided good? not to buy a Vector. Yeah. I mean, are are they good watches? I don't know. They were they were they were kind of like, you know, if you wanted a smartwatch and you wanted, you know, one that lasts a while and you didn't want a Pebble, then the Vector would be the one for you. It was another type of Kickstarter type of you know watch and they actually looked like you know regular watches so it didn't look like the weird square watch like a pebble yeah i also loved it it supposedly had a 30-day battery life that's that's what i'm the the you know i could like that's the problem with the apple watches it's got like an eight hour battery life it's i can't you know that's not a day no right that's that's not even a work day no like that's, I, charged, I have to have a charger at work yeah i charged my watch uh two days ago and i'm currently at 76 percent on my gear fit it's all about the battery man it's all about the battery tell that to samsung (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what was what was that oh ladies and gentlemen i killed andy oh i'm i'm alive i'm alive dang it all right five more episodes (laughs) you're gonna try and kill me (laughs) Welcome to episode 500, the episode where we kill Andy. Well, we were talking about doing something special for episode 500. I was drinking coffee when you did that. Oh, coffee up the nose. Dang it. Wrong yeah, direction. <laughs> so Fitbit has bought Pebble. Fitbit has bought Vector. Where are they getting this money from? I mean, are they doing that well? I I guess so. That or people or the rest of the other companies are not doing well. Yeah. Oh, that said, I mean, I've had a very positive experience with Fitbit. As a consumer, I've had a very positive experience. You know, we were just talking about how Apple is like, 
Oh no, you lost one of our AirPods that we designed to like fall out of your ear. That'll be seventy dollars, please. Yeah, that <laughs> is is the hey guys, my Fitbit stopped working. I bought it like three years ago, and they said, "Uh, show us the original order." Yeah, okay. Well, we can confirm that it hasn't communicated with our servers in like two months, so we're just going to send you a new one. Well, yeah, Kate's got the uh, the Fitbit Charge HR. Yeah. And there's got to be a design flaw in this thing there because she's had, I think, three of them, and they've all failed in the same exact spot on the band. It's where the band and the basically the watch face, quote-unquote, connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's failed there multiple times, and she keeps on, you know, she sent him an email going, hey, you know, my band's breaking at the here. And they're like, okay, send us a picture, and she shows us a picture, and she's like, all right, we'll just send you another one. Yep. And I think that's also happened to Ben, uh, Kate's sister's brother. That would still be a brother-in-law, right? Yeah. Because it's like wife's in-law. Kate's sister's husband's brother. No, Kate's sister's husband. Kate's sister's husband. Yes. Yeah, so is that indeed would... her brother-in-law. Yes. Yeah, okay. And in fact, might in in some to some people is actually considered your brother-in-law. Okay. It gets a little weird when you start doing in-laws of in-laws. Yeah. But anyway, he's also had the charge HR, and that also was having problems in this same exact spot. And he also, you know, would just email them, and they would send him a brand new one. Yeah. Which would then, you know, after six months, fail in the same spot. So maybe this is good. Maybe, you know, Fitbit takes their normal customer service. service. great. Yeah. Yeah. But uses everyone else's products. <laughs> yes. Which, you know, the Pebbles are good watches. You know, I've, I never I've, played what? with one, so I don't know. Uh, a couple of my coworkers have had them, which is why I wanted to get the new Pebble watch because I was like, oh, they're coming out with a new one that looks pretty cool. And I've heard and nothing then, but praise from the, the guys who have actually had the Pebbles for years. And then Fitbit bought the company. Yep. <clears throat> so hopefully. No Pebble watch for you. Yeah, no, no Pebble watch for me, but hopefully, you know, the Pebble, you know, engineers oh, will be able to stop the problems that are causing on the Fitbit hardware. Uh, okay, so yeah, Fitbit can confirm and acquire specific assets from VectorWatch. Uh, this deal excludes the hardware products. So just like Pebble, they're basically bought the engineers. So, the engineers and maybe the patents? Maybe, probably. Like, we're, we don't know, because they won't reveal that sort of detail. Nope, but yeah, no, it looks like if you have a VectorWatch... Welcome to the Pebble community of your SOL. Is it? Because does does Vector still exist as a company? No. Okay. No, it does not. Close them down. Yep. So you are sort of SOL. More likely you are now part of like the community support. Yes, where it's going to be like Pebble where, you know, Vector as a brand no longer exists. The watches are still going to work just like Pebble watches, but no software updates, no new hardware. It is what it is. Yep. Well, crappy. Mm-hmm. Sucks for the community. Probably good for a bunch of Fitbit customers. Yes. I don't know, because I, I have such a positive image of that company, but then they do shit like this. <laughs> yeah, no, when you talk about customer service-wise, Fitbit is great. I, I, you know, I had the Fitbit Flex for a little bit there, and that was, you know, the bands were breaking, and they're just, yeah, no problem, we'll send you another one. It's like, oh, this is not working. Yeah, that's no problem, we'll send you another one. Mm-hmm. Free of charge. <laughs> Gesundheit. Sorry, I couldn't find the mute button on the thingy. Uh, it's okay. They send it to you free of charge. Yes. Free of charge. So, other things that are <laughs> shutting down. Uh-oh. 
Asheron's Call is shutting down? Really? That's been around yeah. for forever. Yeah, since the mid-90s. Uh, the story that this is really about is just weird. The, the kind of tech industry seems to be pulling more and more of their news from Reddit. <laughs> just like BuzzFeed. Because, like, this story came from Reddit. It was about this guy's grandfather who has been playing Asheron's Call since 1999 and has said that it's shutting down. And so then Kotaku picks it up and runs it as if it's a story that they want to run. Like, I don't... Okay, whatever. So to me, the more important story is that Asheron's Call is shutting down. This thing's been around forever. Like, that was that was the same time as the original EverQuest, right? Um, about then, Yeah. EverQuest Online launched EverQuest in... Online, 1999, March 16th. All right. Well, you beat me to it. Are you sure? Oh, this is EverQuest Online Adventures. No, okay. I'm just looking at straight EverQuest. EQ. Granted, you know, EQ is still going on. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Theoretically, it's still going, going on. Going on is a very... <laughs> life support? Catatonic state? Ooh, you can get instant access to level 85 in EverQuest. Whoa. Lowded it first. But, man, that's... That, wow. The last content update for Ashen's Call went live in 2014. Three years ago, huh? Yep. Mm. Turbines getting out of the MMO business? They had, like, everybody on the MMO stuff for a while. Yeah, and then they got their asses kicked by World of Warcraft. Yep. Hey, Lord of the Rings Online, that that went free-to-play, and that was one of those, like, free-to-play, you know... Middling successful. Like, it was successful for a free-to-play. Yes. Yeah. So, Asheron's Call, shutting down. If you want to play it, you can still play for a little bit. It's not free, though. <laughs> no. So... It's, a, it's a, still a subscription service. Well, that's kind of... It's like it's one of those, like, the old hangouts that you always, you know, in your hometown, that you keep on... You know, you don't actually go to... You mean like the parrot? Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, the parrot's shutting down. Oh, that's too bad. Granted, I was there I- like a dozen times <laughs> in 14 years. I can, count I, on, I can count on one hand the number of times I visited the parrot while it was open. Yep, dozens, Andy. I've been there dozens of times. Dozens of times in decades? Yeah. I moved to Celine uh, in 1990. Oh, my God. I moved to Celine in 1990. So, okay, so Asheron's Call is shutting down. Yeah. Vector is shutting down. Alphabet is giving up on their... Project Loon. Oh, those that's the fun little flying internet things, right? Yep. The fun little flying internet things are gone. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, so those no, were no, the... Okay, no, 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 no. Um, yep. <clears throat> Project Loon is still around. Oh, right. Project Loon is the air balloons. Yes. Project, Project Titan. Loon's, this was the flying solar-powered drones. Yes. Providing internet. And yeah, those no. are shutting down. Yeah. So okay. the balloons are still around, but the actual flying drones are going away. There's a simple matter of technology. A balloon can stay relatively stationary compared to a drone aircraft and shouldn't be as likely to fail since there are fewer moving parts to break. Yep. Well, no surprise on that one, yeah. So Project Loon and Project Wing, which is the drone delivery service, um, those are still going, but Project Titan has been axed. Which, speaking of uh, drone stuff, the uh, the SpaceX rocket, uh, which was actually fired while I was sitting here waiting for Dave to show up, uh, and successfully landed on the drone ship in the Pacific. Yay! So that means there are now, um, they have now landed on drone ships in both oceans. 
So is it different in one versus the other? Well, the the, other, the previous drone landings were all in the Atlantic Ocean because they launched from Florida, but this one launched from California, and so it landed in the Pacific. So this was the first Pacific landing on a drone ship. Okay. But um, there's actually uh, SpaceX news on here that's not with the current launch, but future launches, um, because they're, they're supposedly... So the Falcon 9 is what's currently getting launched right now and successfully coming back. Um, but SpaceX is uh, teasing the Falcon Heavy, which is basically going to have three Falcon 9s <clears throat> strapped together. Oh, dear God. <laughs> More rockets. So is that the, the Mars ship? Is that the, like... Exit Earth's gravity well ship. Well, I. They, they, this is basically that this. They're calling it the Falcon Heavy. So uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Seventy metric tons of launch capability. So yeah, twenty-seven inches working in working together. Ooh. So SpaceX, you know, is going to launch these heavy rockets. They're going to have three okay, Falcon Nines. Wait, 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 wait! It's not three Falcon Nines. It's not? It's, I thought it was. No, the Heavy is a variant of the Falcon 9, so there is a single Falcon 9 with two strap-on boosters that are based on the first stage of the Falcon 9. So it's really like one plus two quarters. Okay, so it's the first stage. It's it's one Falcon 9 rocket. Yep. And, and then, then the then first they're... stage of two other Falcon 9 rockets. Okay. So there's still going to be, at some point, three first stages coming down at the same time. Yeah. But immediately so, after that, you're down to just one Falcon 9. Yeah. But the, Okay, so but there's going to be three first stages, right? Yep. So what they're planning on doing, they actually put the plans in now for uh, at Cape Canaveral, okay. is to expand their launch pad area to actually have three landing pads. Three landing pads? Three landing pads, yes. Oh, because they want to recover the first stages? Yes. Wait, do they recover first stages? Yeah, that's the stuff that always lands. Okay, cool. The second stage and the third stage, those are still, you know, those are toast. (laughs) Yeah. All right. But the first stage is what they keep on recovering, and that's what they're using, you know, for the other rockets. Okay. So, you know, with the heavy coming out, they want to try and land three first stages at the same time, which, mind you, that would be looking pretty cool if they do that. But they need three landing pads to do so. Yep. Three drone ships. Come on. (laughs) You can do it. Let me tell you, though, that the the landing, the drone, the, the rocket, the first stage had actual video the whole way down. So you could actually it was up in space. And without, you know, cutting away or anything, you actually watched, like, it come down through the clouds, and all of a sudden this little dot actually becomes the drone ship. That's cool. So that was actually kind of neat. So yeah, so that's the that's future of SpaceX, is they want to build the heavy rocket and now actually land three Falcon 9s at the same time. I mean, if it can land itself independently, then there's no difference between landing one versus, well, that's not entirely true, depending on how far apart they are. Yes, but that could be interesting. It could be interesting to see. Yes. That would be kind of cool, watching three land at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else getting the axe. Sorry to go back a little bit, but uh, Verizon is axing its unlimited data. Oh, no! That surprises no one. Yeah, Verizon Wireless customers with unlimited data plans who use more than 200 gigabytes a month will have to switch to limited plans next month or be disconnected. So it's unlimited up to 200 gigabytes. Yes. So this, well, because remember, they they got rid of the original unlimited plans back years ago. Yeah. But, you know, people could still grandfather themselves through. (laughs) 
Yep. Well, now the grandfather group is, <laughs> if, you, if you have the unlimited plan and you use more than 200 gigabytes, um, they need to move to a Verizon plan by February 16th or they're toast. Isn't that a violation of contract? I don't know. Well, let's see. Just to, to put things in reference, in the month of December, I used a half a gigabyte. <laughs> and I'm a pretty... I like to think I'm a pretty heavy user. Uh, most of that was YouTube. Half of my half a gig, so a quarter gig, was just YouTube streaming. Hold on, I can tell you here in a second. I'm booting up my T-Mobile app. I really hate this pink, by the way. Really, T-Mobile? You want me to log into my T-Mobile ID on my own, my T-Mobile phone? Yes, please. This seems a bit ridiculous, but okay. Uh, let's see. So far, I've used 285 megabytes for what this is, month. For this month. Uh, January, I'm at 65 meg. Uh, Kate used 1.3 gigabytes so far, actually. Hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, it just does not use that much data for like day-to-day use. Yeah. Yeah. 200 gigabytes. Wow. Granted, I do have to say though, you know, I work in a place that has Wi-Fi. So if I'm ever, you know, doing anything on my phone, it's a very small amount of time. You're doing it through work. Yeah. I am too. I get on the wireless at work, but like. What are you downloading through your phone that's 200 gigabytes? Everything. Maybe you're using that as your primary internet access. Okay. How much? Let's see. If yeah, I, I know. I'm, lo- I'm looking that up right now as well. With how, the much, pro- uh, how much internet did I use at home in the last month? Hold on. I'm signing into my AT&T. Oh, God. What was my AT&T password? Because it's something stupid. My account, internet, probably won't tell me how much I actually used. Yeah, that's not what I want. User and ID doesn't match. What? Maybe it's this password. No, it's not that pet. What the frack? Oh, there we go. Okay, internet. Maybe it's on the bill. Is it on the bill? Checking usage. Uh, let's see. So far, from from Christmas until now, mm-hmm. we have used 77 gigabytes. 20 days. Yep. <clears throat> From so, thank from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So if you used your entire internet through your phone, you still would not have reached no. two hundred gigabytes that Verizon is putting on as a limit. Yes. I wonder if this is what they meant when they said like, you know, ninety percent of our, our bandwidth is coming from like five percent of the users. <laughs> I had always assumed I was in that five percent. it seems we are not using our internet correctly. Yeah. Well, we are also not like torrenting all day every day true that is true i only do that on tuesdays <laughs> no i don't what, i don't do what that tv on shows are you downloading andy i'm actually not i think about it now because we've got amazon prime we've got netflix yep that covers most of my stuff uh we had cbs all access and then we turned that off uh, I think we've got HBO free right now, so I could use the HBO app. We've got that free, I think, for a couple of months. But uh, it's actually, you know, the stuff that I want to watch is actually available legally. It's amazing it's, what you can I, get that when you're willing to pay for it. I know. This is crazy. Granted, we didn't actually pay for Netflix because we just got that. Well, we technically paid for it, but we got it for free with uh, Kate's new G-Mobile. cell phone. Yeah. So speaking of cell phones... What's up with the LG G6? So this is interesting. We talked about how LG is moving away from uh, modular tech. Yes. They are now uh, kind of announcing a, a new screen, a 5.7-inch quad HD panel. 
So, you know, big screen. Yes. 18 by 9 aspect ratio. What? To be clear, 18 by 9 is the silliest ratio ever because it's not 18 by 9. No, that's that's a 2 to 1 ratio. Yep. (laughs) So I'm not sure why they're calling it 18 by 9 when it's really just 2 to 1. Well, my guess is because everybody talks about a 16 by 9 TV ratio. So my phone is just going to have black bars on the side when I watch TV? Maybe. 1440 by 2880. It's a 2 to 1 ratio. That is the oddest ratio ever. (laughs) That's just weird. Yeah. That's like, why would you do that? I don't know. (laughs) LG has decided that it's the right thing to do. So we'll see where that goes. Because, okay, so you got you got 16 by 9 for HD. 2K is technically 17 by 9. What's, is 4K? Yeah, 4K is a 17 by 9 ratio. Why would you do 18? That, I don't know. Because it's bigger. Yes. It's bigger, therefore it must be better. Yeah. All right, what else we got going on here? Oh, dear. Oh, something um, else that got shut down. Yeah. Uh, Google Hangouts API. No, I don't use the API, so I don't care. I know, but there are, you know, some of those things where Google just randomly just stops, you know, supporting their supporting own product. It. Yeah. I just, why, why would you do that? I love Hangouts. There's lots of fun things that people do with Hangouts, minus, you know. Yeah, but Hangouts has always been like the ridiculous Google doesn't know what to do with it thing. Yes, now they're, now they're trying to do what, Duo? Yeah, is that what it is, or is it Hello? No, I think du- Duo is the FaceTime competitor, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like Hangouts. Well, wait, is it the Google Hangouts or is it the Google Plus Hangouts? I think I it's think just those the regular. technically two separate products. Because <laughs> that makes it even better. Right. Hangouts is now turning to focus on enterprise use cases. Bullshit. It's part of the Google Suite or G Suite or G, not G Spot. No, not into that. Not that at all. <laughs> yes yes please yes no it's, oh the, it's the g suite it's the g suite oh, oh that would be amazing if google made a product called spot oh jeez, oh, that yes. would like mac and stopping yeah. with the se things when they got to 10 oh thank you um that's unfortunate that they're shutting that down. But again, I, I don't use the API. I don't use any programs that use the API other than Hangouts itself. And I'm pretty sure that Hangouts is, is going to continue to work. Yes, especially if they're using it for the enterprise stuff there. Um, yeah, there was, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, uh, so we were talking about the G6 and the screen size, the 2 to yes. 1 ratio. Yes. The S8 has had more rumors. Okay. Uh, in April. I'm hoping not. Yep. I don't know how I'm going to collect on that lunch slash dinner since when either of us travel, we always like try and buy food for the other person anyway. True. Uh, but headphone jack. Yes. That is the question. Apple yes. says no. Motorola has, has fallen in line with Apple and said we'll remove it. Does Samsung hold out well there were things that said that they they were going to get rid of it but there were also rumors uh android police had had a rumor that they were going to keep it and they said from a a reputable source inside the company 
And now, uh, Sam Mobile, which is all about, you know, Samsung news. Um, about Samsung Mobile news, in yes. fact. Hey, they're aptly named. Yep. The uh, Somebody leaked a case for the S8, which shows a nice spot for a headphone jack. Please leave it in. There's going to be a USB-C port on the bottom. Yep. Bottom right, rather than the bottom middle. Weird. Yep. Speaker is going to be on <laughs> the far left. And the headphone jack? Is at the top. Woo! Glad to hear it. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. Hope that it sticks around. Granted, oh, you know, I've got, a, I've got a new car radio that's got built-in Bluetooth, so once I get that installed, then I won't have to use the uh, earbuds oh, while I'm in the car. Uh, you're not supposed to use earbuds while you're in the car. You're allowed to use earbuds while in the car? Uh, in some states, in others, it is illegal, and it's a bad idea all around. Earbuds prevent you from hearing a lot of things that are happening. Hold on, let me look it up. Michigan, no prohibition on wearing headsets while driving. In Wisconsin, no prohibition on wearing headsets while driving. Thank you, AAA. Are you back? Yes. Hi. I think AT&T heard that I was dissing them earlier, so they decided to shut off my internet for a bit. Okay. You were you were checking on Michigan's uh, laws. Yes, Michigan. What I heard was there is no prohibition. Yes, there's no prohibition of wearing headsets while driving in either Michigan or Wisconsin. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's a good idea. Well, yes, but... Just because it's not illegal doesn't mean it's a good idea. Let me tell you, trying to use the speakerphone on my phone while I'm driving sucks. I can't hear them. They can't hear me. It's just bad all around. Pull I plug in a side of the road and use your phone. Or I could just put one of the earbuds in my ear and answer it that way. Or you could not use your phone while driving. Believe me, with the amount of phone calls that I get, that's not going to happen. Ah, okay. What else? Um, oh, uh, it's movie awards time. Yes. And I must have screwed up the link there because it's trying to not do what I wanted it to do, so I'm going to re-add it. Um, a, a certain movie has actually won several awards, and it's kind of weird that they've won so many awards, given what movie it was. Okay. Deadpool. <laughs> what? What? Really? Deadpool has actually won several awards and has been nominated for a crap ton. Uh, it's been nominated as best motion best motion picture for the uh, the Golden Globes. Uh, the Screen Actors Guild has it. The Writers Guild has it. Um, the Critics Award has nominated, and I believe Deadpool actually won the Critic Award. I, I you you can't be serious. I'm. I'm quite serious, sir. Six wins, 34 nominations. Holy crap. Yeah. So there's a, there's a joke going around that, like, maybe they'll be nominated for the Oscars. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. Some of those, though, are People's <laughs> Choice Awards and MTV Movie Awards. And okay, the Phoenix... Gross. Phoenix Critics Circle, San Diego Film Critics Society Awards, St. Louis Film Critics Association, Denver Film Critics Society. Yep. Most of these but are for... The Golden Globes, the Directors Guild, the Critics' Choice. Yes, but you're forgetting one thing. It's a comedy. Uh, it's true. Comedies never win best. No. Comedy... What was the, the, the thing there? I think Will Ferrell did that. There's, he did a musical number at the Oscars saying, like, there's nothing sadder than a comedian at the Oscars. Oh. Let me see. There's nothing sadder, comedian. 
Oscars. Yeah. Let's see what this pulls up. Oh, sorry. Jack Black, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley sing. Also, people are already talking about the memorial uh, that they always do at the Oscars. Yeah. For celebrities who passed on. They're like, will this be the biggest, saddest one ever? It'll be pretty sad. God, I still can't believe that Deadpool. That's just, oh boy. Yeah. So there's always some fun news. We can quickly <clears throat> hit this. The Spectrum Auction has oh, hit. For the love of God. <laughs> It's the end of the fourth round of reverse auctions. Okay. So the bidding price for the end of the third round was $43 billion. Okay. Yeah. The end of stage four, $10 billion. Isn't that going in the wrong direction? Well, no, no, because there's less auction, there's less spectrum up for auction. So the TV companies, you know, there's going to be less TV companies who are actually trying to, like, sell. Okay. Or move. So, you know, when the reverse auctions, the prices just keep on going down. And then hopefully on the forward auction, the prices, well, the price doesn't even need to go up. The <laughs> the TV companies now only want $10 billion for the spectrum. And the last two times uh, the forward auction happened that the wireless companies were willing to spend $20 billion. Ah. So this hopefully will be the end. <laughs> <laughs> like fine take the goddamn spectrum we don't want it anymore yeah it's just this has been going on for so long we're so sick of it here 10 billion you're this <laughs> this is less than what you've been willing to pay before just take it yeah which if that is the price of the spectrum auction that is ridiculous because the last couple of spectrum auctions have literally been five times that amount yeah. Oh, significantly, right? Like yeah. A huge amount of money. So it's just like, okay, this is going to be interesting to see actually what comes out of this. If you know the, it's only now ten billion. Yep. Oh, uh, I watched some of Games Done Quick this week, by the way. And holy crap! So there was a Legend of Zelda run. Original. A Legend of No Link to the Past. By the way, oh, they've geez. raised over a million dollars. Um, it was Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, and it was a four-way race. So they had, like, the four best players in the world come and race. The winner, his time at this live event, did not beat the world record, but it beat the second-place world record. Oh. And was set by the guy who holds the world record. So at a live... He is so good at this game... At a live event, he beat everyone else's personal best. Except ever. his own. Except his own. He beat everyone else's personal best ever. Now, I'm hoping... Are these still on Twitch? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're also on YouTube, so you can always go back and watch them. Well, you can watch old Twitch stuff, right? Or no? Uh, yes-ish, if, if it's been saved. I don't know if they're saving this on Twitch, but I do know that they're putting it in, um, in YouTube. So you can watch it in YouTube. All right. Which is just as good as watching it in Twitch. In fact, it's better because you don't need the Twitch app. True. It's, it's YouTube. Yeah. Half-Life 2 done quick in two hours, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow, some <laughs> of the overnight ones, you're looking at the place, they're like, oh, that whole place is empty. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they also schedule the ones for the night that no one actually cares about. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we need to, we need to wrap this up soon. They're getting ready for the Taskbot run. Ooh. All right, watch well, that. Well, we're we've got our hour. Anything on that list that you want to actually hit? Anything that we haven't talked about that uh the Amazon Chase card. Yes, the Not one Chase. that is currently yeah, in Chase. my yeah, it's in my wallet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it it just got a lot better cuz now it's 5% back on Amazon. Well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. 
that used to be three. Yep. So that's kind of cool. I'm really curious as to which one did that, whether it was Amazon that said, you know what, let's renegotiate this and we'll give you 5% so that more people do it. And maybe Amazon gets more of a kick. I don't know if Amazon, why would Amazon get a kickback on that? That doesn't make sense. Never mind. Um, but, or, or whether it was Chase that went to Amazon and said, Hey, we want to push this card more. What can you give us? So that's, that's a cool little, uh, nifty thing. Uh, people are worried about peace signs in photos. Yeah, I heard this actually on the CBS uh, morning news on our radio station. I'm listening to it going, this can't be, can't be serious. They're serious. They're worried that people will be able to grab your fingerprints from well, they, seeing they, pictures of your hand. They theoretically proved this. Japan's National Institute of they Informatics. Proved, they proved the theory of it or they theoretically proved it? Well, they were able to copy fingerprints based on photos taken by a digital camera from nine feet away from the subject. Damn. Yeah, so fingerprints are no longer a good biometric. Nope. That's, wow. Fingerprint data can be recreated if fingerprints are in focus with strong lighting in a picture. So this is not, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, doing it now with somebody's cell phone camera. I'm guessing this is a very nice digital SLR in a pristine laboratory environment. But yes, no, they had a digital camera nine feet away from the subject. He was doing the peace sign. They were able to get the fingerprints from that. That's pretty impressive. So, you know, just like all theoretical, you know, things. Just, Just be aware. Yep. Fingerprints are not and never have been secure. Nope. How many spy movies have I seen where somebody, you know, steals a fingerprint off of this, that, or the other? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, one CBS thing that I... did a cool thing. Which one? CVS. CVS. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, they, with the they, EpiPen? Yeah, so Epi, the, the company that makes EpiPen has been raising the price steadily for, like, the last number of years. Uh, and now it's like $600 for a single EpiPen, which is a lot. So CVS is, I'm sorry, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a lot. CVS came out with their own version of the EpiPen. It is FDA approved and you can just get it with a prescription. It's called Adrenaclick, which is cute. Oh, so that's literally $200 less than the EpiPen. Uh, it's actually $200 less than the next competitor to the EpiPen. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so CVS, their thing is a two-pack for $110. That's that's really nice compared to the other price. EpiPen. How much is EpiPen now? EpiPen is... Duh. Cost epinephrine. Where the hell is the cost? So yeah, it's six hundred dollars. Mylan is the company. So it's two hundred. It's six hundred dollars for a two pack of EpiPen, or it's a hundred and ten dollars for a two pack of Adrenal Click, and it's the same stuff. Well, there we go. So you know, which one are you gonna go with? Yeah. Well, neither, because neither of us need an no. EpiPen. No, we need. All right, you had something you wanted to hit real quick. Yeah. Uh, yes, the EPA is now accusing Fiat Chrysler of their own version of Dieselgate. Oops. Yep. So you'd, that's you'd think happening. that like after Volkswagen, uh, any company that was doing that would have come out and been like, hey, we want to come clean. We did this and we're really sorry. And we're taking steps right now to fix that. Yeah, th- this uh, is a result of a probe that stemmed from the investigation of Volkswagen. Yeah. And now it looks like, yeah, Fiat Chrysler is also, you know, might have that. So, yep. 
Right. So, random uh, review. Yep. What do you got for us this week, Andy? Uh, I don't actually have a video game this week. I instead want what? to talk about my... I didn't have a chance to play it. I'm what? sorry. I know. I had two weeks to actually play this game, and I didn't get around to it. Things called life. Um, instead, I want to review my snowblower, which is a Snowjo 18-inch, 14.5-amp electric snowblower with light. Snowjo 18-inch, 40 volt, you said? Uh, no. No, 14.5-amp. 14.5-amp electric snowblower. Now, is this a snowblower or a snow thrower? Because I've seen both. Yeah, it's 14.5 or 13.5? There's 14.5, okay. Yes, I got it at Home Depot. Do you want me to actually give you the Home Depot link? No, I found it on Amazon. There's a diff- Does it have the light bar on the front? I do not see one, but I'm not that concerned. Okay, because there's a different one out there that's an 18-inch, 14.5-amp electric snowblower with light. The light's in a different place, and it can handle more snow because <coughs> it's built slightly differently, even though it's also a Snow Joe 18-inch, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, and it's like exactly the same except better. Yes. Okay. It's also slightly more expensive. Okay. Uh, this one, um, it's good for a light dusting. Yeah. Yeah, no, when we got, you know, the 8 to 10 inches of the thick, wet snow. Yeah, it jams, doesn't it? Yeah, it jams, yep. and it jams hard. Mine mine does that, too. It, just, it like, clogs up the little tube. Yep. And yep. Um, just so you know, the light is a separate LED light that's on there. That uh, stopped working after the first night. Oh, I think you need to return your snowblower, Andy. <laughs> Well, t- at this point, like I said, it this can't handle, you know, where it's so lightweight and so, you know, small. It can't handle thick snow. It also is so lightweight that it actually rides over the snow rather than trying to go through the snow. Yeah, mine, I have to tilt it forward and not push it on the wheels. Yes, no, I had to do that a couple of times with mine. And then if I'm, so- if I'm pushing on the wheels, it leaves like a, a 16th of an inch of snow below it. Mine was leaving about an inch because the thing, it was just riding right on top of the snow. And especially on the driveway, if, you know, we pull a car out and it compacts the snow even just a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Can't handle that anymore. Nope. 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 I wonder if I should talk to my neighbor. They're about to move. I might just buy their like gas powered snowblower. So we got this one because we needed a snowblower. It's like we had the shovel last year because there wasn't much snow. That was okay. And we, right. After the first one, we're like, we need a snowblower. And I'm like, well, this one's on sale. I got it. I think we got it for like 100, 120 maybe. Mm-hmm. And I got it and it worked okay. But the heavier snows, it's just like, nope. Yep. The chute clogs, trying to adjust the, the chute, you know, up and down motion on it requires, you know, these two turning screws on the side. That's not going to work because that's kind of stuck um yeah the snow wasn't really even getting like tossed it was kind of sometimes just getting like pushed to wherever the chute was po- pointing at so it wasn't even like really throwing it anywhere yeah but let me like i said if 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 it was you know like six inches of a light snow and it was It'd fresh and you, yeah if it, it, it's good for the light snows but the heavier snows it just it it could not handle it it just would not work nope can't do it that's that, too and, bad it's also electric, and it's not cordless, so I had to, you know, use the electric um, the extension, extension cord. cord. Yeah. Uh, which easily gets stuck in the snow. 
So there were many times where I'd be like all the way, almost all the way out at its length, but a little bit shorter, and it would get caught in the snow and then unplugged from either the snowblower or from... Or from the, the wall. Or from the wall, which then I would have to walk all the way back to the garage to plug it back in again. Yeah. you. Yeah. So, so speaking from my own experience, you learn some techniques to help with all of this. Like, you really do. As, as time goes on, you get better at using it. You understand its, its little quirks and intricacies, and then you figure out what you need to do. But this one? No, I'm saying I, with this one. Like, I have one yeah. that's very similar to this, and it, you, I, I have no problems using it now. It sucked for like a year or two, but it's I've, I've gotten used to what it needs to do and how I need to handle it. But yeah, no, this this one I'm I'm not. It's it's okay, it's okay. But there, oh my gosh, I was literally sweating trying to you know move this thing around. I'm sitting here, you know, and it's like 14 degrees outside, and I'm sitting here in like my t-shirt just because <laughs> I'm trying to literally manhandle this thing up and down the driveway. Yep. Yeah, it says the the chute throws snow up to 20 feet away. Yeah, no. Nope. (laughs) Under ideal circumstances. Yeah, no, that's... So yeah, the LED lights already stopped working. Snow's not going that far. It's just... Yep. Yep, not gonna... Yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) Okay. We're we're gonna use it through this one, and we're gonna figure out what we want to do next year. All right. Yeah, the Snow Joe, it works in a pinch if you need a snowblower. And then just take it back. (laughs) Yep. All right. So. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Uh, I'm just going to say this, and then we can go from just, there. Just read it. Just reading it. All right, here we go. Just read it. Just whatever it is, just read it. Explain how the economic concept, normal rate of return, explains why a company may cease operation even though it is earning an accounting profit. No. I don't even know what that means. I have a feeling that this came from, like, one of Aaron's exams. Like, this is what he gives to his students. I love how Kate literally walked in and she's like, why did he ask you that? Because he was probably working on designing an exam and gave this to students. And it would be really funny if this was, like, the final exam question of the next semester. And so as he talks to his students and mentions this podcast, as I know that he does... That, like, they listen and hear that, and that would be the final exam question. What is a normal rate of return? Here we go. Okay. Normal is any gained revenue that exceeds the cost, expenses, and taxes needed to sustain a business or an activity. That That's not helpful. Andy. Yeah? You're not going to be able to find the answer by Googling. <laughs> but you, you will find the answer by going through, like, a one-semester course on economics. Uh, so no 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 we're done here you're not even you're not going to touch the economics nope so explain how the economic concept normal rate of return Andy. explains why i come in so we're not we're not going to no, explain nope no nope nope that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts or just rants feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.